Nine Steps to Become a Squirting Master. Squirting, aka female ejaculation, is possible for every woman. This liquid is a magical, rejuvenating elixir that nourishes both the squirter and the squirt e. Squirting has been written about for millennia. We find it referenced in texts and teachings all over the world. It's often described as the food of the gods, nectar, ambrosia, amrita, the fountain of youth. Even though squirting tends to be a highly sought after check the box, porn inspired act, it's a profound experience to have and share with an intimate partner and anointing. To coax these emissions out of a woman requires trust, openness, and surrender. These qualities are then infused into her essence, which is why it is such a potent gift to receive for both. Here are five facts about squirting. Number one, everyone can. Number two, you can emit anywhere from a teaspoon to several cups per ejaculation. Number three, with a kung fu vagina, your ejaculate can hit the ceiling and splash the wall on the other side of the room. Fact number four, the fluid is expelled via G-spot area stimulation. Number five, the liquid is made in the periurethral glands and skein ducts surrounding the vagina. How does squirting feel? Squirting is an intense emotional and physical release. It's often more of a full body orgasmic experience for women spreading from her yoni to all of her extremities. She might feel a range of emotions from joy, ecstasy, hysterical laughter to sadness and grief. All of this is totally natural and welcome. Experiences and feelings are stored deep in the recesses of the vagina and the psycho-spiritual body of the woman. It all comes tumbling out through a cascade of a deep ejaculation and she emerges reborn. Here are nine tips to make you a squirting master and have your woman gushing all over the place. Intention, I want to do this for you. On your sex date night, take charge and really commit to making this happen for her. Honey, it's sweaty night. You being solid in your intention and desire creates a container for her to open up and let go into. And for squirting, that is the name of the game, opening and release. Holding her emotionally and energetically will draw out her innermost surrender and fluids. A shit ton of towels <laughs> because a woman can truly wet the bed and in this case we want her to preparing for a tsunami of wetness removes any fear or inhibition of soiling your beautiful silk sheets or you know flooding the house have at least an armful and lay them down underneath your play space finger stamina G-spot orgasms and squirting are brought on by a strong and relentless hand that just never gives up. So you train, get yourself some finger and hand strengtheners and get on the program. <laughs> One of our well-fucked all-star couples marveled at how the man was able to go for hours with his fingers. Then it occurred to him why that is. He's a professional piano player. He is working those things out all day long. And so should you.
Go to the bathroom ahead of time. Many women will feel like they're going to pee when they get close to expelling their ejaculate. To remove the fear of urinating all over the place, make sure that you empty your bladder before sex and then you will feel free to let loose. And then you can just ejaculate all over the place instead. Your overall warm up. Plenty of foreplay brings her into an open state, which is where you want her to be. She ought to already be fully aroused with her pussy feeling very open, welcoming, and unguarded. Some full body massage will help to disarm her, and then you can move into some pussy shiatsu. This is a video of mine that guides you through some of my tantalizing strokes for yoni massage to warm her up and turn her on adore her. The more that you can make her feel cherished, loved, seen, and adored, all of these things reinforce to her that she can trust you enough to expose her innermost and vulnerable self to you. And you've got this. If she falls into absolute surrender, which is where you want her to be, you will catch her and be there. You can express this through holding, stroking her face, looking into her eyes, telling her how beautiful she is, all of these things that reinforce that if she falls, you will catch her. Keep hydrated before, during, and after. Make sure that your water game is strong. The more liquid she takes in, the more she has to expel. The two finger tango. This technique is for bringing on G-spot orgasms and ejaculation. The two finger tango. Not one, not three, but two. Two fingers starting slowly and then making their way into a fuck frenzy. A gorgeously undulating C curve is what is going to take her over the edge. When all is said and done, drink up and imbibe the nectar of the gods. In some of the ancient cultural references I mentioned earlier, we see writing and actual paintings depicting men drinking their woman's ejaculate, even collecting it into a vessel. It is precious stuff and not to be wasted. If you have the ultimate love juice bestowed upon you, the best thing that you can do with it is savor it as the ultimate superfood that it is. In Taoist thought, our yin and yang essences are respectively infused into our bodily fluids, our saliva, our lubrication, and our ejaculate. By exchanging them, we nourish and balance each other. Bottoms up, kids! The calm after the storm. After a woman has the kind of profound, orgasmic experience that squirting is, she'll feel unfuckwithable. She will be in her flow, tuned into the rhythm of life. Nothing can phase her. As her partner, you will have earned her trust and she will support you in your mission, in your life. She will be your biggest champion because you have helped to create a well-fucked woman. You have unlocked the secrets and power of her pussy. Since squirting is such a fabled, elusive experience for most, I wanted to share the journey of one of our well-fucked all-stars, Freya. She went from not even desiring sex in general to being a prolific, gushing, powerful squirter. You can hear all about how she got there, how it feels, the medicine of squirting, and the travesty of the laundry piles she now suffers from with constantly soiled sheets. Thank you.
Well fucked all stars. Welcome Freya. It's awesome to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. All right. So let's hear about your evolution with your squirting experiences. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think I should probably just give a little bit of background, which is, you know, before I found your work, um, my experience with sex was like very at best neutral but at worst you know like painful numb even like panic attacks kind of situations and really I had just reconciled with I don't need to have sex like I was in a long-term relationship at that point in time and was just like "Eh, whatever I guess sex is just not that important it's just not a big part of a relationship Um, I had really convinced myself of that Um, and then I found you and (laughs) and I just knew right away that that what you were saying was true and it just opened an entirely new world to me because all of a sudden like I, I had a vision of what could be possible and before I I knew what that what I'd grown up with around sex was bullshit you know all I had was porn and and rape culture essentially and but I had no no other way like I didn't know there was anything else that was possible um and so having you articulate is so like I really needed your your boldness to just like hit me over the head because I really was in a place of like very much villainizing sex and um so I basically signed up right away and took well-fucked woman and it was during that first eight weeks when I first uh experienced uh squirting and I remember the first times that it happened I I um basically thought I peed myself you know and I (laughs) I I had to sort of like I think which is pretty normal and I know other women have done this too I had to like okay I'm like I'm gonna go to the bathroom I'm gonna go pee and then I'm gonna come back and try doing this again and like then I'll know for sure that I'm not peeing myself right yeah (laughs) and I wasn't I definitely wasn't peeing myself and um yeah it was just really sweet in the beginning and and fun like to kind of right away like have this um this opening after after beginning to explore your work and um yeah I ended up leaving that six-year relationship that I was in I just I knew now that there was more and I was like not going to settle for anything less and and I did realize back then but I see even more now like it had nothing to do with him like I could have been with the best lover in the whole world (laughs) at that point in time and I still would have been numb I still would have been experiencing pain like I still would have been totally disconnected because I wasn't in my power I wasn't in my body but I certainly had no connection to my vagina um and yeah so I you know after well fucked women I just kept doing the practices like every day pretty diligently and and I kept squirting like pretty much every time like I what I thought was a lot at the time I realize now those were like my babies <laughs> in comparison. Um, and um, yeah, and then I had my first experience of of calling in like just the most wonderful lover who was exactly like what I needed at that 
at that point in time. And I know we're going we're gonna to talk about this in another episode of my current partnership, but this happened, you know, in the context of I was living in a town of like 2000 people, like super rural. It was peak COVID time. And we just, and he was like coming through town. Like it was just, you know what, exactly what you talk about. Like when you're in your power, when you're doing the work, you call in these beautiful Your, your vagina called in. Yeah, totally. And I was yeah. like, it's it's funny. I'm, I always joke with my friends. Like every time that I have a new experience sexually or in a partnership, I'm like, oh, Kim was right. <laughs> like, I just feel like, you know, all, all the time it's like, you know, I'm, I'm learning these things from you and, and trusting it. And then I experience it. I'm like, oh, of course, my, she was right again. <laughs> that's, that's how it works. <laughs> and um, yeah, I remember the, the first night we made love. I was so proud, I still am, I guess, of my ability to squirt and like thought it was the coolest thing ever. So uh, after we had finished making love, I I showed him <laughs> that I could do it like a little party trick or something. I don't know. It was it was very sweet. Um, but it it wasn't happening when I was like in uh, intimate with with partners. And then so then fast forward to the next summer and I was like six months into um, uh, a different relationship and having, you know, really beautiful sex and experiencing a lot of healing, but I never, I wasn't um, ejaculating like with, with my partner. Um, Even if they would stimulate you, you weren't? No, I wasn't. I mean, I think like one or two times I had a little bit and it was, it just, I guess like I was not open to it yet, which is really interesting. I didn't really understand why, but I didn't, I didn't think a lot about it. But then like one day, and actually it was after, um, I had interviewed you on my Instagram page. So I must have had the like the Kiminami sex uh, good juju, <laughs> and because what happened was then like we you know just like we're doing a normal thing and I just like erupted. It was <laughs> it was wild. Like nothing had changed. He had not learned any like fancy technique. He literally put like one finger uh, in me, and all of a sudden I just like became a flood you know like and it just it just didn't stop and it was more than it ever happened um by myself and um yeah and then we you know started making love and it was like again it just like it wasn't stopping and like the, the force <laughs> of it was so much that I had to like keep throwing him off of me um and we were so just, that you, you wouldn't know, drown is that what you mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just like it, i just the the sheer force of like it coming out of my vagina was like i couldn't if he was inside of me like it would it would become painful almost yeah and and i actually had these like and for the next 24 hours after that first time like these really crazy cramps actually like as my body was like figuring out this new thing that was happening um and then it, it, you know, it shifted again because like a week later and, uh, you know, that was, you know, still then, then from that, from that day on, <laughs> this has, this is just what it is now. <laughs> like I cannot have sex or of any kind without this happening. And, um, <laughs> but about a week later we were making love and this time, like something just shifted and I just, um, it was like this like melting sensation and then I could actually ejaculate with him inside of me which is like the sweetest um experience you know like a lot more 
gentle and, and cohesive rather than like continually having to like throw him off of me. Um, Interesting. And, so you noticed like yeah. more of a melt in you and together, mm-hmm. and then you were able to experience mm-hmm. that more connected. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of it, like, I just think I learned how to hold it a little bit more. So instead of having to like, just be so overwhelmed by it and I could, yeah, just like soften around him instead. And it, and it could still happen without him having to be outside of me, <laughs> which was really sweet. Um, yeah. So that was, that was kind of like, that was when things really started to shift. And and then we actually um, broke up and it was kind of a big fear of mine before I was into it with somebody else. I was like, oh my God, maybe I'm never going to experience this again. You know, like maybe this was only with him. And um, then a little bit later, I uh, was intimate with another man and, and I totally like the exact same thing happened, which is, which is quite hilarious to have happen. You know, like when you you don't warn a man <laughs> first. Like, it's a really good test of his character, how yeah. he shows up in that moment. Like, can yes. he hold you yeah. in that full expression? Because it's it can it's intense, you know? And uh, it, that was really great because I realized, you know, like my pleasure is mine. And these, these new openings and these new layers, like, they belong to me. And, and yes, you know, he, he had facilitated so much and we had such a beautiful relationship. Um, but like, I get to, I get to take these new skills with me, like into the next relationship. And, um, that was a really big lesson for me, uh, around personal responsibility, you know, like no more blaming my partner for not necessarily knowing enough or having the right technique, which, you know, obviously like all of that plays a role and you, and you teach all of that so beautifully. But at the beginning, when I, I was having those thoughts about my partner not necessarily, you know, being good enough. It was a total cop out because, and, and this is what I find. So I'm curious to hear your perspective on this, but like, yeah, the time that I just, that I just opened up and started squirting like so intensely, there was nothing different except for some, somewhere in me, I just felt okay to open and safe to open, I guess. Cause there was, there was no different <laughs> technique at all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I would say that is the cornerstone is that people can have all the technique in the world and there is all the technique in the world out there, right? People can look up videos and articles and all kinds of (laughs) information out there. And if it was that easy, everyone would be doing it because all the technique is there, except for that major piece of the internal surrender and letting go and letting those floodgates open. And when it's, I love how you described it. So when you had this shift in you, that's when everything on the outside shifted and your experience of it shifted. But that's, yeah, everything connected to all the vaginal orgasms is around the level of opening and surrender and Mm -hmm. trust and release. And as you said, like part of that, well, a good chunk of that is just simply your relationship with you. And so if that part, you know that if you fall, you will catch you. And then if you fall, will your partner catch you? Like you said, that test of character, how will they react? That both of those are important, but, um, and ought to be there in equal amounts, but yeah. Yeah. And I I think it was a real process for me actually to, mm, and I feel like sometimes I'm still even this, in this place of really being able to accept uh, <laughs> like, you know, at first it's like, oh, this is a fun, this is a fun 
like thing I can do. But then it's like, for, at least in my case, like it's a lot. And there's definitely, I think it really confronts the stuff that we have as women around being too much, you know, like right. too much mess, too much expression. Like, can't I just tone this down a little bit? But I, I can't, you know, and, and I think I had maybe a little bit of an image of like being this perfectly contained sex goddess who like makes cute no- noises and squirts like just an appropriate amount. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I had to like let that go. And, and it is confronting to like meet that wild, like primal, messy part of yourself. Um, And if you like, at least for me, like there's nothing I can do if I if I try to like hold it back, then I'm not that I'm not in the moment. I'm not experiencing like all the pleasure that's there for me. And I had to really um, untangle a lot, I think, to be comfortable and to not like apologize um, for (laughs) like for. Yeah. Like how how big and expressive I, I am not you know just which squirting is kind of like one one expression of that and um yeah and and realizing too that I think for men there isn't anything more sexy than being able to hold a woman in that like completely undone place but it's so different from everything that we've been fed around sexuality growing up yeah yeah like I love everything you said yeah. around that the messiness and the too muchness. And that's absolutely, I think, a core theme for women is the too muchness, their bigness. And where we've had this, Mm -hmm. like on a positive archetypal level, this yin and yang of a a man being in his strength and dominance and the woman um, being in this sort of more yin receptive, open, surrendered Mm -hmm. place. And it might look like it's more contained, but I think we also acknowledge in the archetypal feminine, this, the wild, the primal, the tempestuous, right? Yeah. The storm that can slay. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is mm-hmm. a process of owning that and being okay with it. And especially when the dominant messaging in the culture and even from partners can be tone it down that's too much, you know? And I think even from a place of possessiveness, like say from a male partner thinking, mm-hmm. oh, if my woman looks too sexy and then too many people want her and can I handle that? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if, if that, not even yeah. looking that sexy, but feeling it, right? Radiating that level of mm-hmm. um, <laughs> voraciousness that she naturally embodies <laughs> when she is in that space and people pick up on it, right? They can't help but pick up on it. Mm-hmm. So I love that that is something that you've, been reconciling and coming to a place of victory with like I can be all this and more motherfuckers (laughs) yeah yeah I think that that is that is the medicine of of squirting for sure (laughs) and just like the I I have joked too that I, I think that well well fucked women should come with like a laundry disclaimer. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh yeah. I mean I've it's had like it's so real. <laughs> I well, I've had stories of couples where the women have been prolific squirters yeah. and they end up having arguments about laundry because yeah. there ends up being so much laundry to do that yeah. it's like, well, we, you know, if they're camping, right. And they've got their tent yeah. set up and they're like, well, are we going to, well, I live in my van too. So it's a whole right? other layer yeah. of logistics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, how do you, I mean, how do you cope with the laundry or do you have yeah, special it's... tools? <laughs> like, yeah, it's a definitely a topic of discussion for a couple. Totally. But it's, it's so worth it. And 
the feeling it's I don't know I try and think about like how to explain the the feeling for women who haven't experienced it it's just like so cleansing it's so delightfully cleansing and sometimes I call it it feels like crying out of your vagina <laughs> sometimes yes. like it often um you know has quite like an emotional release um with it and it just it feels like any any stuck energy just gets completely moved out and I think <laughs> there was times too where I worried like uh am I losing all of my life force or something you know because when when men ejaculate it's very right. be very draining but actually like I ex- think like I mean, I'm curious what you think but for me it's actually I find that it's very energizing often um Look, I would but say that I, if- I do sometimes wonder, I'm like, oh my God, this is so <laughs> intense. It's so much uh, fluid coming out of me. Mm. Well, the proof is in the pudding. It's how you feel afterward. That's your gauge, right? If yeah. you're feeling cleansed and uplifted and energized, then that's that's what's happened. And then, you know, for yeah. men, when they pass out and go to sleep after having an <laughs> orgasm, we know that they have depleted themselves because it's obvious that they have. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I was I was joking though last last week um and I think you know I'm going to share this story in in the future about with my new partner just having you know a lot of sex and having a very very fun time <laughs> I was joking with a friend I'm like I think I actually might have to go to the hospital and get and ask for a saline drip because <laughs> I just like cannot keep up I cannot like stay hydrated enough I don't know where where this is coming from because I swear I am not drinking enough to like match this level of squirting <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But so far, I'm still alive. It's all good. <laughs> well, maybe there's a metaphysical equivalent. Like it's not about water for water, right? It's yes. like an energetic, yep. like you said, maybe even this transmutation of toxins mm-hmm. and stuff that needs to be let go of that gets transformed in through and infused yep. into this fluid. And that's what you're releasing rather than, you know, the amount of water you bring in is the amount of squirting that comes out. I think it's it's relevant. Yeah. I think we ought to stay hydrated yep. when we're going for marathon squirting sessions, but <laughs> it may not be a direct, you know, milliliter per milliliter relationship. Totally. I yeah. think I think that's the conclusion I've I've had to draw because it's like the only possibility that there's some kind of like alchemical process going on where it's drawing from the ethers of the universe or something. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. matching my water intake, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what would you say then in overall in your daily life that you feel are effects from being Mm -hmm. a then pro like having this tool and what is Mm -hmm. what does that do for I mean you've you've touched on it but if you were to summarize it Mm -hmm. like what that's done for you and who you are yeah well I mean such a big conversation like all the change that I've had in my life since taking well fucked women that was almost two years ago and, um, you know, like my my work in the world now is is as a writer and a poet and a you know artist, I guess, and that I completely see as directly correlated to to what has unfolded for me after learning everything I did with you, and just like the this level of expression that I have, you know, in my intimate relationships is completely matched in the external world, you know? And um, women all the time ask me like, how how do you speak so freely? <laughs> like, how do you say all the things that the rest of us are thinking, but like are too afraid to say? And um, 
I always answer like I I found my truth in my vagina like I really I didn't I think for a long time I had kind of focused on trying to um you know like speak my truth and and um like kind of do that process almost like forcefully and and focusing on my on my voice and my throat and and it was kind of turning away from that and putting all of this energy towards my healing my sexuality and coming back into my body and then I sort of just came back to this you know to to speaking and expression and was like oh my god <laughs> like all of a sudden all the blocks that were there are not there anymore and um just the more um like presence in my sexuality and in my pleasure and I I can just like all, all this creativity flows through me and I think that that's um just so directly related and then also um in terms of relationships I've just like called in I've had you know like two two really beautiful relationships since taking well-fucked women and now I'm in this new like absolute dream beautiful partnership which I totally feel like I manifested through um through all of this work and my connection to my body so yeah squirting is is like that physical expression through my body I feel like has been matched in all these other layers of expression in my life mm-hmm. that's really beautiful yeah I love mm-hmm. that and I'm- and like it was it was the it's the process right of like of confronting like I was speaking to you earlier all those parts of me who like wants to stay small and wants to just stay like tamed and uh, contained and having to work through all of that to have these sexual experiences meant that like I had also worked through all this other stuff in my in my external life as well and just found it so much easier um, to to work through any of the fears that I had elsewhere because I had this sort of like template or map already um, like patterned into me if that makes sense of the right of having to navigate through that and bust through your own blockages and keep going like yeah. in the microcosm of your bed and so that that yeah. and, and going, like and yeah. trust in myself I think right too, right like yeah yeah right mm-hmm. beautiful yeah what would you say are your top three tips for other women or couples trying to get over the squirting line? Mm. Hmm. I guess just time. Like I, when I, when it first happened, I had, there was no expectation at all that it was going to happen. I assumed it would take, you know, way more time for this kind of thing to happen and um so i think time would would be the first and and i think like it helps for me now in partnerships to talk about like the logistical aspects of it too so that i feel comfortable and i don't feel like i'm going to like completely soak the bed that we need to sleep in tonight you know um so i think there's like that aspect of of talking it through with a partner Um, and I think for women, it's like choosing men who can hold you in that place, you know, like in, in the vulnerability and who aren't going to say that you're too much and who can hold that and like be in their power and, and themselves be like really nourished and, um, 
you know, like spiritually fed by, by your level of openness in that. And I feel, I, and that's another thing too, that I think from, from taking well-fucked women, like the men that I called in were just really beautiful and really skilled at holding the space and like learning together, even though I don't think any of the men that I had been with had actually been with other women who had squirted and certainly not to the extent that I did, but they really like, you know, kind of rose to the occasion perfectly. Um, yeah, I think those are the things that I would. And, and just, yeah, like being really, really honest with yourself and with your partner. And like you say, like always clearing, clearing the glass in your relationship for sure. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know you touched on this a little bit, but how do you feel during squirting? Like, how do you feel mm. in your body, emotionally, what's going on for you? Hmm. It's uh, actually, it, it really changes. It's not always the same, but it's very blissful. It's very just like so sweet and tender and this like very, very warm um, release and 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 then other times too it does feel like a, a literal explosion you know um like that that for sure it's not always the same like how it's um how it happens and i i i'm not exactly sure like the physiologic process but i i squared from like different places in my vagina as well and i feel like depending on where it's from it, there's like a different hmm. sensation but it really is just this like beautiful cleansing and um and afterwards just feeling so um like clear throughout my whole body and just like a this like big release of of weight or any kind of heaviness there's really a sense of um of lightness and and just like joy and bliss and and it's it's always pretty hilarious. There's a lot of laughing I find around squirting, just because, especially when there's a lot, you end up in some like very hilarious uh, situations. Maybe I'll, I can share quickly because it's related to this and and the next conversation that we'll have. But I, um, so this this new man that I'm with currently, a week before we met, I had written um, a poem that was really like he ended up being you know, word for word, this, this dream man that I had written in my poem. And the first line of it is, um, you'll catch my third eye, I'll ovulate so hard, I have to change my pants. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we were, um, you know, on a beach in Vancouver, and there was like nobody there. And so we were, you know, like fooling around. And he was, he was fingering me, and I'm like, still have my pants on. <laughs> I just like, <laughs> completely like wet my pants all of a sudden just like ejaculated all through my pants had to take off my pants and like dry them out in the sun <laughs> I was like well there goes that line has now become true like be careful what you write down in poems Fred, because they always come true <laughs> oh I love yeah. that that's yeah. gorgeous it was pretty actually it, it got even more humorous because then then like I had my pants on we just kept going and then he at one point you know I'm like kind of like, my eyes are closed just like blissed out and he just starts it's like hysterically laughing because I he's like kind of you know, lying down beside me and I just like look up and I like I like projectiles squirted like all over like down his pants over his shoes which were like not close to where we were anyways it's all very very humorous and, and sweet and funny yeah 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. And yeah. all of that as well. It also, as you've said, speaks to the acceptance and the ability to flow because mm -hmm. it's all about flow. Yeah. It's going with the flow, right? We are releasing the flow. And that's what I think one of the biggest symbolic acts of squirting is, is helping to yeah. whatever is in the way that is impeding our flow emotionally, sexually, physically in life. And we're removing that. And once we get that flow going, it shows up and expels itself into all areas of our lives. And then the way yeah. that people, that this experience that for many is so novel and unusual mm -hmm. and that people might have these phobias about body fluids and they might even, you know, a lot of guys have thought they were peed on, right? The first time a yeah. woman really squirted yeah. all over them, they thought they were peed on. And yeah. it's like, how do they handle that? Right? Do you just totally. accept it and go with the flow, or are you freaked out? Yeah. <laughs> like, totally. And then right there, you're revealing yourself, you know, to the woman. Totally. She's got that information now that she can run with. Yeah, and you just like you just have to like reach a point of being okay with whatever is going to come out of your body. You yeah, know? Like, totally. Because you don't always know. Like, you can't tell what's happening. And I know, like, for me, it, like a fear that comes out. I'm like, I'm going to poop. Like. <laughs> The amount of like just pressure and release and like letting go yeah. that uh that I feel in my body when I ejaculate like that's a fear and I'm just like I have to just whatever like if I do I do <laughs> like I can't I can't like let that fear block this beautiful sexual experience and if it happens like you know we'll just shit happens it. Not, yeah like it's not it's not enough to be a problem and um yeah I think that's and and that is squirting is like so primal and so just raw and real that it does you do have to really confront all of that stuff I think mm -hmm. love it anything else you want to add hmm I don't think so just like just I think what I want to say at the end here is just to kind of come back to where I was at the beginning and just like to to any woman who's like because I remember when I first listened to your podcast, I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, maybe some of this is is true. And maybe I'll get like somewhere along <laughs> this path, you know. But I really, I really was at a place like my vagina was completely numb. I found sex pretty painful. I would often like have kind of these dissociative like panic attacks. It was just, it was really bad, like what I was experiencing. And I genuinely just didn't want to have sex anymore and and here I am now you know like I'll have sex all day if I can <laughs> you know like just a completely different um relationship and how much um opened up in my life when I really um said yes to you know taking your course and and healing this part of my life so if anyone's listening and, and is like okay but like that's not me like there's there's no excuses <laughs> because I was there I was like the biggest um you know closed off crude and now I'm totally not so you know anything anything is possible as you say mm -hmm. beautiful thank you so much Freya for sharing all of this so inspiring mm -hmm. thank you for giving me the opportunity to share for much for listening if you haven't already subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them We'll be back next week, and in the meantime, many happy orgasms.